This is the Find Your Focus podcast with Shootproof. We chat with inspiring and creative entrepreneurs to encourage, empower, and equip you to take the next steps in your photography business. We want you to leave each episode with actionable steps so that you can gain confidence, book your calendar, and earn more income with your passion. So grab some coffee or your drink of choice and let's get to it. Hey everyone, I'm Logan Fay and the host of the Find Your Focus podcast with Shootproof. Today I'm talking to Nasa Lee, who is a lifestyle family and newborn photographer based out of Seattle, Washington. Today we are talking about two different topics. When I sat down to chat with Nasa about topics, I couldn't narrow it down to just one, which has never happened before. The first topic is about how hardships have shaped Nasa into the photographer she is today. After being in foster care for two years, she was adopted and found her love for photography. She also has been through several miscarriages, and those experiences together have really shaped who she is as a photographer. I know that you will find her story so inspiring. Our second topic is reels. I was not kidding when I said there would be two totally different topics. Nasa gives us all of her tips and tricks for making reels easy, less stressful, and fun. I couldn't pass up when she told me that she knows how to do reels the right way. So let's dive into this interview with Nasa. Hi, Nasa. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. So tell us a little bit about how you got into photography. Well, I was actually adopted when I was 10 years old. And it was at that time that I picked up a camera and just kind of fell in love with that I could capture things and hold on to moments. I took pictures of everything and cost my parents a fortune in film. (laughs) And that's really how my journey started. Although I never saw myself becoming an actual photographer. I just thought it was something I would do on the side. Mm-hmm. Is there a reason why you were drawn to photography? Well, just spending time in foster care and bouncing from home to home and then being adopted, I really wanted to capture moments to kind of hold on to in case they were taken away again. For me, it was kind of this selfish need to hold on to things that I loved that mattered to me and that kind of told my story through my 10, 11, 12 year old eyes. And I then love as that. I grew up. Yeah, I think that's so important. I was also adopted when I was three weeks old. So not, you know, I didn't miss too much of my life and having pictures. I have a few pictures from my biological family during that time. But even those photos are so special to me because those are the only photos I have of, you know, the first three weeks of my life. And usually parents are snapping away 24 seven when they have a new baby. So those photos hold a very special place in my heart. Yeah, I only have a few photos from my younger childhood and more from my older. And my parents were great once I was, you know, adopted, but I missed out on a lot of those younger Mm -hmm. photos. Yeah. So where are you now in your business? Right now, I am running a lifestyle family and newborn photography business. And I focus on lifestyle because I love the connections, the real moments. For me, I don't like that posed fake, I want real deep, true, meaningful photos. And so for my own family of my own childhood, and I want that for other families and other children to have for their childhood. So I run a successful business out here in the Seattle area. And I also teach moms how to use their cameras to capture those early days when they have a baby and are like, I want to take better pictures. And so I try and simplify the process and help them. I love that you not only, you know, 
are a photographer, but you're helping moms learn how to use that camera that they probably got for Christmas that they've maybe touched twice. <laughs> yes. And many oh. are like, oh, I haven't even opened the box or I'm only <laughs> shooting in manual mode and my iPhone takes better pictures. And so. Right. Yeah, that's amazing because those, although it is great, obviously, to hire a photographer to have them come in and capture moments with everyone in the family in the photos, it's also so important to have just photos of your kids that aren't necessarily on your phone that you can, you know, print a high quality and that kind of thing. So I love that you do that as well. Yeah, it's pretty special that parents can learn. And I get photos from families like, oh, look at this photo I took, or I used these tips that I saw that you provided and look at this, you know, photo and to see their pride and then to capture photos. I'm not usually going into people's homes unless it's a newborn shoot. And I'm not capturing the everyday or the first foods or those other, you know, there's so many other milestones, especially in those first few years that they can learn to capture themselves. And then they can supplement with a family session and have kind of the, you know, mom can then get in the photo because she's usually the one taking the photos. Definitely. (laughs) There are so many photos that I have on my phone. And as I scroll through them, I realize I'm not in any of these. Exactly. (laughs) We we need a course for husbands and partners to learn how to take photos for us. (laughs) Yes. Like, please get me in focus and (laughs) and a better angle than like up my nose or something. Exactly. Yeah, that's pretty much all I have. (laughs) Oh, gosh. So speaking of like family photos, I know that you've been through some hardships while having kids. Can you tell us how those experiences have kind of shaped you as a photographer? Yes. So my husband and I have five children and our first two were pretty close together and there was no complications or anything like that. And we really cherished those times with them. And when we looked to grow our family again, we had three consecutive miscarriages and that was really hard and painful. And then we had my third child who was our first rainbow baby. And just those first weeks was so different because we just saw her life as completely different and really grasped what a gift babies are and a miracle. And we're so grateful. We didn't have losses in the beginning, but then just holding this baby, my perspective changed. We then had another loss that was a later pregnancy loss that was really hard. And then we had two more babies and just going through that. And I have, you know, worked through our own grief, but I've also shared my story in my business and to tell moms that, you know, are currently pregnant, maybe pregnant after loss or wanting to try again, letting them know that I've been there and I understand it. That alone, just on a human connection level is pretty big. But also when I approach newborn sessions, I approach every baby like they are the miracle that they are and capturing all those details and that raw love and emotion for that parents have for their children. And in turn, I, a lot of my clients that I capture have gone through some loss or fertility treatment or something that they can completely connect to my story and they feel more comfortable with me because I understand at some level what they've gone through. And so it just brings another level of connection for me and my clients. I love that you are able to be so open about that because loss and miscarriage is not something that is easy. And even adoption, it's not something that is easy to talk about, but by you sharing your story, and I have the chills as I'm saying this, but just from you sharing your story, other people are realizing that like, hey, I'm not alone. They might not hear other people talk about 
you know, loss and miscarriage and adoption. And I love that you are willing to talk about it and let them know that, you know, like this isn't something that you have to do alone. And like, I'm here to capture those moments after you get through everything. So I just, I think it's really special. Thank you. Yeah. I know that when we first went through our first loss, we didn't tell, we told almost nobody. And there was so much shame and grief and guilt in my own life that because I felt so alone, I felt like I had failed, like all these things. And I know that other mothers are feeling the same way, maybe in the same moment, or then I've also had that, okay, well, now I have a positive pregnancy test. What does that feel like kind of thing? And so, and I know from my other children that that is more stressful, right? So then being able to connect with those moms and tell them I've been in your shoes, I'm here, or just share stories of how I made it through, you know, to give hope that there's hope on the other side. Definitely. I love all of that. I really think that our listeners are going to be able to relate to what you're saying. And if not, if you have not been through an experience like this, at least you have heard, you know, they've heard your story and hopefully they can approach a newborn session or family lifestyle session with just a little bit different of a mindset next time. Exactly. And I think too, that just knowing to own your own story and embrace it is kind of what, you know, not feeling that shame, but knowing that struggles that you've overcome, someone else is going through it or went through it and is looking for that connection. And so that is, you know, people can use whatever their story is to connect that that's a beautiful way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to make a pretty hard turn in this conversation. I know that the (laughs) beginning of it has been very, you know, just emotional in general. We're going to make a hard turn because I know that you are a reels Instagram reels expert. So I do want to talk a little bit about that just because I want to give our listeners something that they can really walk away with and implement into their business. So let's talk about reels. All <laughs> How right. have you been using reels to reach your ideal client? So I want to start with when reels first came out, I was like, no way a video. Like I was very resistant to it. I am not a dancer. I never got on TikTok. I am too old for that. (laughs) And so when Reels came out, I was like, I kind of looked at them differently and said, wait a minute, these are like 15 to 30 second commercials almost. These are like little videos that stay in your feed that give people the ability to get to know me and my brand. And that is pretty powerful. Without me, like, spending a dime, right? Like I'm not marketing or advertising and Instagram really loves them right now. They are pushing reels. People are loving watching reels. And so I am personally using them to highlight my personality, to educate my client so that, or potential client about me and my business and my style and who I am. And I have found just great success that way in both growing my Instagram account authentically And also my clients have told me in sessions, oh, I loved that reel on photo or on what to wear for your session. We did it. Look at this. And, or I loved that simple posing changes one, you know, so they're telling me that they, you know, they appreciate them. And these are like my already loyal clients that are liking them. And then I've attracted new clients and new followers that way. So what type of reels have been performing best for you so far? For me, the ones that perform best are quick, simple tips. People really like to just kind of get some information quick. They may not want to read an entire blog post. And if they do, they might, I might like have a link to it, but 
something that they can watch in 15 seconds and come away with like, oh, I can make this quick change. And so those have been performing the best for me. I also want to go back to how you said it's similar to a commercial. I love thinking of it like that because it really is. It is a quick, just, you know, 15 to 30 second, you know, glimpse into who you are and I don't know, just the word commercial kind of stuck with me since you said that a few minutes ago. Yeah, that is really how I think about it. And not in like a cheesy, horrible, in-your-face sales, Mm -hmm. car sales commercial, right? But some way that you're like, oh, I want to be a part of this brand. Um, You know, think about how Apple uses their like their AirPods even in a commercial and they move in the music and you want to be a part of it. And so that is, you can do that in your reel, creating these reels that show like, this is what it's like to work with you, or here's information. This is kind of the information I use to educate my clients. Why not do it in a fun way with my voice or showing my face and photos of my work? Like I can get 10 pictures quickly in front of someone of my work instead of just, oh, well, they have to click through to my account or they have to do this, you know, where they may not come across my feed. Yeah. Reels have been so much fun to the kind of overwhelming at the beginning, but as you get to understand them better and how to use them, they really can work to our advantage. They can. You do want to stay away from a few traps, like doing things that aren't authentic to you. And I've done a couple where I'm trying to film it and I've got this idea, but it really, like, it's not me and it just isn't panning out. And I'm like, no, this is because you're not, you're not sticking to you. You're not this person. And so when I can go back and just stick to who I am, it's much better. And the filming process is faster. And we, you know, I, it's not like this huge ordeal to create reels. Right. Yeah. I can totally see that. I like that you bring that up because there's so many reels that I see where it's like people dancing and doing all these goofy stuff. And I cannot dance to save my life. Like it's just not something that I'm good at. No. (laughs) So doing, you know, it doesn't have to be all of those dance moves and whatnot. I'm glad we're having this conversation. So hopefully people will walk away and be like, oh, you mean I don't have to dance? (laughs) Exactly. Because I mean, photographers often by nature are more reserved. I'd say a lot of the people I met and they're not like in your face, the life of the party kind of people. And yet you can still use them that way. And then the other thing is to that, while following some trends can be helpful to get your real seen, you don't have to copy everyone else. And that's kind of a big thing. People will say, well, I see like 10 of the same one. And it's like, well, don't do that then because I don't like, I'm not copying other people. You might be inspired. You might use a song that's trending and that will help your reel get more reach, but you don't have to do the exact same thing that everyone's doing because what's the point? That isn't you. That's the 25 other people you saw do that same reel. Exactly. So as you're planning out your reels, what things do you consider? So I plan all of my content kind of together and I outline a month. So I think about before even doing my reels, what do I want to educate my ideal clients or potential clients this month? What is my focus? And it might be from like, frequent questions that I get from clients or things like that. And then I take content, like I'll write a blog post and I'll turn that into two or three reels. Or I will think about, well, for reels, I need local clients. I don't need someone across the country. I need families in Seattle. So I think about what are things about the Seattle area and how I photograph that I can show them. And so I batch my reels. So I'll create several at a time. 
And I think about how it fits into all of my content. So I'm not rewriting some, like I'm not creating the wheel every time, right? I'm making something, or maybe I have a, a tips post on it and I'm going to turn that into a reel. And someone asked me a question, oh, I could turn that into a reel. I just find inspiration everywhere, but I'll map out a few based on content I'm already writing and creating. I love that you bring that up because, you know, working smarter, not harder is something that I really, really try to live by. Although it's not easy at times. However, if you're writing a blog post, yeah, you can easily use that content. So I like that you bring that up because I feel like we'll write a blog post, post on our website and just be like, oh, I'm so glad I'm done with that. But there are so many other ways that you can use that content to educate your ideal client and find more clients or, you know, continue to bring in the clients that have already started booking you. Exactly. And so the real, you'll just, you know, you're condensing it a ton. And then if people want more, you can put it at the bottom. We'll head to my blog and I've got full details here. So for those people that want to take the next step, they can, but they've been introduced to you and your teaching style or your education or whatnot through this reel. And so it's a great resource that way. Yes. I like that a lot, especially like if you think about how we spend our time on social media, we'll find ourselves scrolling through Instagram or reels or TikTok, (laughs) one of those places that has those videos that we can easily watch instead of, you know, sitting on our phones and reading blog posts. So I like that you mentioned linking it and all of that so that they can get the full post if they need to and go to your website and see you and possibly book. But I love that you're focusing where people are spending their time right now. And that's watching videos. Exactly. And I think about even me, I'm a mom running a business with five kids. I don't have time to read blog posts, but if I come across a real that I'm like, Oh, those are really good tips. I want to know a little bit more. I will then click through or I'll start following that person because they've given me the tips. And so I think about it, how I use it, how my ideal client uses it. You know, my ideal client is busy. She doesn't have time to read a full blog post now, but she might when it hits what she really needs. And so being able to repurpose content saves me time and helps out my ideal client. Definitely. So for our listeners who are thinking, I don't have time to learn how to do reels, what would your advice be to them? To keep it simple. I only use the Instagram app and I use one external app to put photos in to create them into a video like a slideshow. That's it. I'm not using 10 different apps. I'm not doing anything crazy. And I also, I'll try and batch. So I'll be like, oh, I showered today and look pretty decent. I'm going to create five intros where I'm just basically smiling for three seconds at the camera. And now I have intros for when I can sit down and pull that footage or, you know, just to keep it simple and not think, well, I have to post a reel every single day, start with once a week and see what that looks like. And you can do that. And so by taking that general small step, you can say, okay, well, maybe now I can add a second reel a week. And I still only post two to three a week because that's what I have time for. And that's what works for me and my brand. If our listeners want to see some of your reels to get an idea of, you know, what we're talking about right now, where can they find you on Instagram? So I'm at Nasa Lee photography on Instagram and they can come see there. Perfect. And where else can we find you? 
My website is my name, nasalee.com. And I'm on Facebook too, Nasalee Photography. So you can kind of see me in all those great places. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I think Reels is something that all of us kind of need to keep on our radar. So hopefully our listeners will walk away with some actionable steps so they can implement into their business right away. Awesome. I hope so too. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Find Your Focus podcast with Shootproof. Make sure to visit shootproof.com backslash podcast for the show notes and any links that we talked about today during this episode. If you love this episode, head over to Apple Podcasts and hit that five-star button. If you ever have feedback or questions for us, feel free to reach out at podcast at shootproof.com.